Welcome to the Producer Insights Podcast with Paul Carpenter. This is where we help ensure that you know your numbers, you know your process, and we help you know your prospects better than they know themselves. But if you're tired of doing the work but not getting paid, this may be very, very helpful for you. When you speak the language your prospect speaks, you build trust immediately. Welcome to the Producer Insights Podcast with Paul Carpenter. Today, we're going to talk about just three of 15 ways you can upgrade your seminar. We have a whole program designed to help you upgrade your seminar. I'm going to hit three of the hot topics today. The first one I'm going to hit is called Bring Your A-Game. And here's what I mean by that. A lot of you are winging it. You have in your mind gotten this seminar thing down to the point where you are just running in and just going to work and you're in your mind you're like hey i'm unconsciously competent and i and i don't doubt that you are i've actually been uh, on site with a producer where we did training all day in their office and we left 15 minutes before the seminar and he flew to the seminar we followed him we walked in he walked straight up on the stage the question is was it his a game and so there's some preparation that goes into a game to getting you there if you are early in your career or just working on a new seminar i would encourage you to slow down and make sure you don't miss the test step the, the step that where you practice this to the point that when you get on the field you you are well prepared if you don't practice in advance you're not going to find it the night of the show and I think what happens is some personality styles, and I've got a lot of this myself and have been guilty of this. It reminds me of a story of about probably 14 or 15 years ago, we were doing training uh, with financial advisors. We were in front of a group of about 200 and I'm going to say 85 advisors, and we were pitching a new program that we had. Uh, I had a partner and he and I were together that morning and we went up on the stage and I got up there and honestly, I was winging it. I thought I knew what I was doing. I thought I knew enough. And I froze. I got up there. I started jumbling my words. It wasn't smooth. And, and my partner jumped in and took over and just was amazing. It was like, you know, he just went to work and he regained control of the crowd. He illustrated the stories and the things we needed to say, and he brought it home. And then afterwards, we were debriefing and we went to breakfast. Um, and later that morning, and I said to him, I said, hey, what happened there? And he said, you flopped. And I said, well, I, I know I flopped. I said, I just don't, what should I, like, what happened? Like, why? And he said, well, let me ask you a couple questions. He said, what time did you get up this morning? And I said, well, I, you know, I saw you in the gym at 530. I was down there with you. So I think I got up at about 515. He said, well, let me ask you this. How long have I been doing this type of work? And I said, I don't know, 20 years. He said, yeah, because he was older than I was. And, and I, he said, guess what time I got up this morning? And I said, I, I don't know. He said, 445. He said, I've got up 30 minutes early and guess what I did for 30 minutes before I came down to the gym? And I'm like, I don't know. He said, I practiced. He said, I prepared. I putted. He said, see, here's the deal. I know the training upside down and backwards. I've known it for years, but see, I get up and rehearse before the show to confirm my head is straight, that my A game is on. And that began to wake me up. And he said, you don't do that. See, you are so good naturally on your feet that you just think you can wing it every time. And he said, when you do that, that's not your A game. Clearly today, it was definitely not your A game. 
And from that point on, this became a mantra for me. If I'm going to work and I'm going to be in front of people, no more winging it. Bring your A game. Be prepared. Get some sleep. Don't run up and be there as if every light was going to be green and you made it with one minute to spare. Look, a lot of you are racing into your sales appointments, your seminars, your relationships, and you are not bringing your A game, which I will tell you up front is costing you. That is the first one. All right, let's take a look at the second one. The second one is we call it going down home. And the idea behind that is connecting in your seminars with the people by using stories that are real, stories that are either your real story or a third person story that they will be able to relate to. I have an advisor who has an amazing story that we are actually helping him take further into the equation so that he can go down home with these folks. So his situation was he was 19 years old. His parents um, had um, made some poor financial decisions, and he got to the point where his dad shared with him what had happened. And it was devastating, not only to his parents and the decisions they had made, the advice they had taken and the loss that they had occurred and incurred, but it also hit him very, very hard. And, and so he told the premise of this story, but he only got in about three inches. And all of a sudden we're like, hey, let's go deep in this. Let's, let's take that story and really expand. Not only did your parents lose their money, but what happened? Why did they get themselves in this situation? And how could it have been prevented? And the way you go down home is you take that story and you bring it into the real world so that people can relate to it. People can go, oh my gosh, that could have been my parents. Oh my gosh, that could have been us with our kids. And I want that connection to be made so that we can begin to then go to work and determine whether or not you would have an interest in coming to see us. And so going down home is not telling it a, a, a little headline of a story. It's actually going into the details of the story to create connection with your people. So in your seminar, throughout your seminar, don't forget you need to go down home as if you were sitting at their dining room table, having a great conversation, sharing your story. And the whole time they're shaking their heads like, yep, I can relate. I understand that that's happened to me, or that is my fear, or wow, I don't want that to happen to me. And now we can go to work. Yeah. So, so people say to me, how, how, how do I take it down home? And I say, well, look, a lot of you are telling a story like the first one I just gave you, Hey, my parents lost all their money. Um, going down home is, is adding that flavor to it. And, and I'm going to say adding flavor. It's not that you're creating something that's not real. It's that you're, you're connecting, you're telling a little bit like, for example, you know, in this case, the producer got in the car, his dad was dead silent, hadn't shared a word with him. It was not the normal action his dad would have given. And he kind of blows right by the opportunity to say, what was the look on your dad's face? What, what, so, hey, I looked over and I could see my dad's jaw clenching. That is what my dad did when he was upset or he was angry. And I finally looked at him and said, dad, what's wrong? And he just crumbled. He just, he was embarrassed. He was hurt. He was mad and he didn't know how to address it. 
And as a 19 year old, I honestly didn't know how to receive it. I thought, oh my gosh, my parents have worked their whole career to accumulate a nest egg for their future. And now he's telling me it's gone because of a bad decision that was pushed on him from an advisor who really didn't look into his whole world to make sure he was protected. See, he that's going down home. See, when you bring that level of detail to the story, you bring it into real world. You connect at a, at a deeper level to where now all of a sudden people are like, I've been in that car with my dad not talking to me. I've seen that. I, I don't want to share with my kids. I don't want to be embarrassed to tell my kids that we took some bad advice or we didn't look at a holistic plan and now we don't have a future. And now we're concerned. And now we have great concern. And so when you bring it down home, you're not just hitting the top line. You're going into the detail. You're going into the emotion. You're talking about what you smelled, what you heard, what you saw, what you felt. You're talking about the jawline. You're talking about the detail that brings it home. That is the whole concept. One more component that I want to give you is encourage the crowd to find their moment. And here's what I mean by that. Look, at every seminar we do, there is going to be something I hear or say that you hear or that I say that is going to be your moment. It's going to be your red letter day. It's going to be where the light bulb goes off and you say, oh my gosh, that is my concern. That is my situation. That is my fear. That is my frustration. And here's what I want you to do. When you find your moment, I want you to write that down. So as the presenter, as the producer, and you're giving your seminar, go ahead and tee up the idea that everybody in this seminar is going to find their moment at some point today. They're going to hear the one thing that hit them or the one question that was asked or the one situation that they are not prepared for. And I call that your moment. And I want you to catch it. I want you to capture it. I want you to write it down so that if you decide to come in and see us, that is going to be a place we start. The place where you say, oh my gosh, I am not prepared. Oh my gosh, I am going to run out of money. Or I'm not sure if I'm going to run out of money. Oh wow, I didn't know that you could take Social Security at a different time. And I should probably write down when should I take my Social Security. Oh my gosh, how do I protect myself from future taxes? Is there a way to minimize or reduce or even eliminate that tax? See, every one of you is going to find your moment some point in time in today's seminar to the degree where I'd love to even walk up to you after the seminar and say, hey, what was your moment? And they get the chance to share. Well, my moment was when you said this. And I say, I love that. That's great. Would you like to, does it make sense to come in? Would it make sense to get on my calendar? Would you like to discuss that further? That is how you begin to open the door for people to freely go. I caught something in your seminar. This was my moment. Here is my concern. And yes, I'm ready for some help. So when you get up in the front of the seminar and you're giving not only your story, you're giving some technical element about what you're teaching or educating on, encourage people to be looking for their moment. See, when you set it up right, most of the time it works right. And the way you set this one up right is you tell people every one of you is going to have a moment in this particular session, and it is going to be your moment. It's going to be the moment you recognize you need help. And I want you to write that down. Those are three things you can put into your seminar today and begin to see better results, better connection, more appointments that stick. Those are three, three out of the top 15 that we have for building better seminars. 
This has been the Producer Insight Podcast with Paul Carpenter. And I will tell you, if you listen to today and you want more, you're like, hey, I want to join the movement of producers who are upgrading their seminar, moving it from a technical seminar to a seminar that connects. Go to the ProducerInsightPodcast.com website and let us know you'd like to connect. And we will help you begin to go to work on upgrading your seminar. But if you're tired of doing the work but not getting paid, this may be very, very helpful for you. When you speak the language your prospect speaks, you build trust immediately. 